What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, your host, a licensed realtor from Remax Results, our super real estate agent and our good friend Mimi Shoneman. Hey, Mimi. Good morning. I am so glad that you're here. I'm glad that everybody is out there and hopefully they're all safe. It's Listen, all good. <laughs> if, if this had been happening where I'm from, I would oh, have been snow? a medal, a medal, a badge, all kinds of like, you know, <laughs> accolades. This is that was crazy driving in here. Yeah, it did turn to be a little. It was a little aggressively wintry today. Yes. It was aggressively that wintry. Dagon groundhog. <laughs> I know, right? But no. I do. I am glad. I hope we hope that everybody is out there and they're safe. And what we're presuming is we're presuming there are a lot of people who are uh, hibernating at home and listening to this show. So we're going to give you some good things to do today to keep you busy Absolutely. until you go out there and start snow blowing. So we we have we know what you love to do mm-hmm. on a snow day. Yep, you like to be cozied up in your jammy and your fun slippers get and some hot co- cocoa and some tea coffee yep. just sitting up and watching stuff on the <laughs> screen so we know that all of our listeners love real estate and yes. so with that we want to invite you to our winter shop for homes party mm-hmm. and you can go and register on www.viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com and if you do that today, we have tickets for everyone who registers to the Minneapolis Home and Garden Show from February 26th to March 1st. That is going to be so much fun. I always so, love those things. Yeah, those home I and mean, shows. you get to go and look at all the pretty things that eventually you'll be able to put in your patio, in your yard. Yeah, and that's a $14 uh, value. So uh, shop, we want you to do some window shopping where we're talking today. And we've got a lot of really good information. So be sure and check out that website and uh, and shop to your heart's delight today. Right. So View greaterminneapolishomes.com. Go ahead and register today. Yeah. And if you have questions, how do they get a hold of us today? It is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. So perfect time for you to go ahead and get those questions out of your brain and out of your mouth to Miss Shoneman, so we can go ahead and get those answered oh, for you. Miss Shoneman, that's Shoneman. nice. Yes. Okay. No, but we do have a lot of really good information that we post every single week on uh, the show page, thanks to our producer, Sonny. Yes. And we've got a new video out there, so be sure and check that out and all of the other great links that we've got posted. Now, that's a forecast video, right? So what kind of information do you normally put in those videos for everybody, maybe? So the videos are, are a variety of information, but, you know, we kind of had some news towards the end of 19 that maybe there was a recession coming. Mm -hmm. And so it looks like that that's not quite going to happen, that the economy is performing a lot stronger Mm -hmm. than maybe people thought that it would be. Right. So there's lots of information. We post videos all the time. Uh, Be sure and check those out. So just different information depends on the mood. Right. And so this one you can go and get a hold of at mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot. Yes. And so I think that a lot of folks might have been hearing in the news that there's been some changes about uh, coming up in Minneapolis. Right. And so we're going to be talking a little bit about the new energy disclosure reports that are going to be that are now required by the city of Minneapolis. And that goes along with your truth and sale of housing report. If you're thinking about selling. Right. And also, if you're thinking about buying, the seller has to provide these reports and there's new new information that they're now required to provide to buyers. 
And so that happened effective uh, the 15th of January. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. And we're also going to be talking for our sellers. You might want to take out a notepad. We're going to be talking about some of the common required repairs that our uh, that our inspectors are finding. Right. So that if you know that, okay, so my X, Y, or Z thing is not happening, I need that's not working, you want to make sure that you get that ready before you hire the Truth and Sell Housing Evaluator because you don't want to have to have them come back out and reinspect. Right. And people are often asking, what kind of renovation should I do? if this is going to be cost effective. So this will be a good way for you just to go and knock off some of those things that these are things that you probably need to do anyway. So well, there's no point in trying to get around them. Well, it's things that the the city inspector will be looking at when they come to do your truth and sale report. And so um, if you already know that there's a few things that might need some attention, you probably want to fix that before the evaluator comes out. Right. And then the other thing that we're going to be talking about is uh, things that you should know before you buy a house. Lots of things that we've learned over the years. So things that I wish I'd known before I bought a house. And so we both have lots of good good stories about that, oh, right, gosh, Ms. Shannon? Yeah, so many things that I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I could have asked about that? Or yeah. that, that's something I should have saved up for? Exactly. It is quite the learning experience. Mm-hmm. So back to the new energy disclosure reports for the city of Minneapolis. So again, starting January 15th of this month, the city of Minneapolis um, has included a new energy disclosure report in the Truth and Sale of Housing, commonly known as TISH. Okay. Um, and that's a two-page asset-based energy efficiency report that will be part of the set of return documents from the TISH inspection. Okay. So the energy disclosure report will be based on four pieces of criteria. Your attic insulation, your wall insulation, heating system, and window efficiency. Okay. And using those four criteria, homes will be rated on a zero to 100 point scale, with 100 being the very best. Now, Mimi, from what I can see on this, this is information that it's kind of, you know, recommended improvements based on what things are going on, but it says that they don't require the repairs. This is just stuff that they need to tell me about if I might be buying the house, you're saying? This is stuff that people, that the city of Minneapolis has deemed important for consumers to know beforehand. And so, um, again, that's based on a scale of zero, meaning your house is really, really poorly efficient Mm -hmm. to 100% where it's airtight and it's it's solid. Um, 100 is absolutely the best score. So the report will prioritize recommended improvements based on a maximum 10-year window of return on investments. And like you said, Ms. Shannon, these are not repairs that the sellers are required to do, but just to disclose to the new potential buyer. Right. And so these are things that, you know, our sellers oftentimes are surprised when they do these truth and sale of housing reports of the information that's on there. They may not even know that themselves. Right. And so all of this new stuff about energy efficiency is brand new as of this year. So what exactly is that? So homes will be scored on a zero to 100 point scale, 100 being best. So for your wall insulation, a two inch diameter drill hole on pre-1980 built homes only. Okay. So that's a big deal. That's a big, that's a big thing that a lot of folks are really talking about is like, are you kidding me with that? You're going to have to drill a hole in my house if it's older than 1980. Right. And the answer is yes, because that's how they go. The inspectors determine what your wall insulation number is going to be. Right. So don't be surprised about that when they come up there with a drill. So, I mean, I'm not being flip about it, no, but this but is like, it is surprising. So, 
So your attic insulation, that number is based on inches uh, by R value. Yes. And the heating system is based on the age and type. And the window efficiency also is the type and the value. So home homeowners who have had an energy audit, which they can get from their energy company sometimes, or other recognized certification in the past five years, will not be required to order an asset-based energy efficiency report. Oh, okay. So if they can provide evidence of that, that might help. So what is exactly going to be staying the same with our truth and sale of housing? Well, the process for the homeowners is still going to be by ordering the truth and sale inspection from a reputable licensed evaluator. Okay. So um, also the, the TISH report is required for listing any Minneapolis properties, single family, duplex, townhomes, and first-time condo conversions, and they must be on display and made available during the open houses. Um, there are green editing fields on the MLS that will remain the same. Okay. So we just want to make sure... like this energy disclosure report, the one that you gave me an example of, it does look pretty easy for us to uh, understand. It's not like there's a lot of jargon on it or things that I wouldn't get when I'm looking at this. Yeah, it's pretty clear mm-hmm. um, what they're talking about. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about you know what the numbers are, what the improvement points are, typical costs, and then we'll get into some of the common repairs that we see that evaluators are finding on the Truth and Sale of Housing reports. We can also take your questions. Again, the number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Speaking of the great information you can get if you go to the Red Hot Real Estate Show page at MyTalk1071.com, do you always update all of these resources and put all of these guides out there for everybody? And then there's also a brand new one out there, that millennial well, guide, right? It's not brand new. I okay. can't say that, but they do update it. So we okay. do have a guide in addition to the buyer's guide and the seller's guide. We also have one for millennials, and we also have these guides in Spanish. Ah, okay. So Mm -hmm. if uh, you know somebody that that would be helpful for, then we just need you to request that. Right, and we also encourage you to go to viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com and register. And just for registering, you'll go ahead and you'll be in the running for those Minneapolis, I'm sorry, those Minneapolis Home and Garden Show tickets. That's February 26th through March 1st. That's a $14 value just for doing some window shopping. Yeah, we think, what what are you going to do besides build a snowman today? Right. And don't drive. Just don't do it because, I mean, it seriously was like whiteout conditions on the way here. I'm like, this is not right. Yeah. This is not right. And it was too late. We were already in the car we're like well we're here now we might as well go there so we encourage you to go to view greater minneapolishomes.com go ahead and register we'll get you those passes to the minneapolis home and garden show and then it'll be spring in the convention center if nothing else you can just see all of the lovely spring and summer flora and fauna and all the great things you're going to be able to do i do love looking at the landscaping stuff yes that's a lot of fun for me because i like to garden right um and so it's kind of fun to see where they put things and which which products that they put where what's going to be the new hotness for yeah. all of our gardens there you go yeah i like those too so be sure and check that out so anyway we're talking a little bit about the the new uh, energy requirement energy energy disclosure report for the minneapolis um truth and sale of housing and so how it works is that the energy score for your home is similar to the miles per gallon the mpg for a car okay but it evaluates the energy performance of the home And so the higher the home score, the lower your energy bills will be. And so that's what they're trying to um, let people know. Right. Is kind of how efficient is this house? Is my utilities going to be high? How do I know what to look at? And so that's the whole kind of 
point of the whole thing. Now we're back to saying this is only in the city of Minneapolis, right? Currently. Okay, currently. Currently. And so to improve your score, um, you want to complete the energy improvements below. Um, The improvements are prioritized by the utility bill savings and the project costs. And so when you're ready to begin, you can contact an energy advisor. You can contact them at 612-244-2484, and they can answer questions and connect you to helpful resources. There's also some financing and rebates that are available from the city of Minneapolis. Because they do like to encourage you to do these things. Yes. Okay. And also by Centerpoint Energy to help you uh, complete the energy improvements that they're recommending. So one of the things that's big is the attic insulation. And so the energy improvements by priority are air seal and insulate your attic. And so the total improvement points are 15. And the typical cost to do that project is somewhere between 2400 and 2850. Right. And the rebate that you can get is up to $500 in the yearly savings that you would realize if you did those improvements are between 150 and $300. So they kind of ballpark. How long will it take for you to recoup your costs when you make these improvements? So exactly. they do at least provide all of that information yeah. as well. But you're probably not going to be making the improvements if you're moving right. <laughs> unless you have to. I don't know. Um, so that's that's that. So but they do want to make sure that the buyer it has this information so that they can make an educated decision. Right. Well, speaking of buyers, we do encourage you to call and be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And let's go to the phones right now, Mimi. So, Betsy, do you have a question for our good friend, Mimi? I, I do. Hi, Betsy. Hey, Betsy. Hi, Mimi. Hi. Say, um, I'm wondering about uh, townhomes. When you purchase a, a new build townhome, um, are you required to pay association fees prior to all of the work being done? For example, the driveways, the grass. Uh, so. Board. I'm not completely clear on your question. So, when you're you're thinking about buying a new build townhome. Yes. Okay, so it depends on where they are in the association. So most townhomes do have associations, and it depends on if the builder has, you know, put the association documents together and assigned a value for each homeowner. That may be a low dollar amount at the beginning of a project, and it may be the full amount. It just depends. It's a case-by-case basis. Um, but the home association will be able to tell you um, also, your your realtor should be able to get that information for you and find out what that dollar amount's going to be, both now and projected. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Thank you. You're so welcome. Yeah, good luck with that, Betsy. We appreciate you calling. Yeah, so um, with regard to that question, though, yes. um, also keep in mind you want to find out if there is a uh, a master association. So some folks are surprised that there could actually be two association homeowner groups oh, within yeah. one property. That that could happen either. So mm-hmm. that that sometimes comes up as a little bit of a surprise. So you'll want to ask those questions. Wow. But that was a great question for a Betsy. A double association. Yeah, a master association. <laughs> just like just in case the other one wasn't enough. Yeah. Exactly. There's there always go. something. There you go. Always something. Yeah, we always encourage you to be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. You can be just like Betsy. Call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Now, do we want to wrap up on a couple of more things on this energy disclosure yes. report? Mm-hmm. And so for the heating system, um, the energy improvement uh, by priority is to upgrade your furnace when it's 20 years old or more. 
Um, the improvement points that are available are 12 and okay. the typical cost of doing that project is between $3,500 and $6,000. And there is a rebate that's available up to $500 and your yearly savings again for the heating system is between 150 and $300. Okay. So, you know, a lot of people think, well, you know, here's what, you know, I think that we need to talk one time about a, a deferred maintenance. Okay. Because we're seeing a lot of that out in the field where people either didn't have the money to do the projects or they just, you know, put it on the back burner. It wasn't that important to them. Right. And what that's actually going to be doing. So let's talk about when a buyer walks through your house and when they're looking at your disclosure reports. The, the key things that I'm advising buyers to look for are your your top high dollar ticket items. Okay. So if we know that a lifespan of a furnace, let's say, is 25 years. Yes. And you've got five more years, say it's a 20-year-old furnace. How likely is that furnace to make it? Five more years. Well, it's kind of a, you know, roll the dice. Exactly. And so we know that if it does make it to its expected lifespan, that you're going to have to do something about that in five years. Right. Buyers don't like that. Mm-hmm. They do not like that. And the same thing, too, are with your other high ticket items, um, water heaters, your appliances. Um, nobody wants to move into a house and your refrigerator kick out. Right. You know, within immediately. A, immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with your roofing and also with your siding. Those are big ticket items. And a lot of times what we're seeing, especially when folks are coming in, if they're utilizing some of these down payment assistance programs, they are cash poor buyers. Right. So they're not going to have a lot of reserves unless they have family members that can jump in to help them make these repairs. So, right. The other thing is you think, well, I'm just going to fix it when I get ready to sell. Right. So there are telltale signs when, you know, you walk in and you see things going on with appliances. For instance, you know, if you see rusting around the furnace. Yes. And, but yet the furnace looks good. We know that something has gone on with that. Mm-hmm. Well, we always appreciate you calling. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We have a number of people on hold right now for you, Mimi. So let's start with Daniel. Daniel, thanks for calling the show. What's your question for Mimi, please? Hi there. Hey, Daniel. Hi. I just had a quick question about the HAO. Okay. My question was, I've been having some issues with the HAO in my area. Uh, including yard cleanup, uh, even just snow removal as well. I'm not sure if they even have enough people hired to get this kind of work done. And my problem is, is I've tried to contact multiple times, and I, for some reason, no one reaches back out to me, and I just have no idea where to go from here. And okay. HAO, he means his homeowners, his homeowners association. Is that right? what you're talking about, Daniel? Your yes, homeowner association? Yes, thank you. Okay, so who are you calling? Are you actually calling the the president of your HOA? Are you calling the management company? See, I've called the management company, and then they told me to talk to someone else. I'm not even sure if it was the president or if it was just someone completely out of the loop in okay. our situation, especially in our neighborhood. Okay. Uh, but the problem we keep running into is that I feel like I see the same people working week after week trying to remove snow, trying to do yard work and all this. Yet I never see enough people doing it to the point where everyone has peace of mind Got it. to understand that the job will get done on time, but also in get done well. Right. I understand your concern. So each homeowner association is independent and they all there's a variety of homeowner management companies. And so that could take a lot of time to look into for you, Daniel. So if you're OK with it. 
we can talk loosely about it, about what you could do, but we could also talk a little bit more in detail after we, after the show is over. But I would recommend starting with the, the management company and expressly, expressing to them both verbally and in writing what it is that's bothersome to you and why you feel that it's wrong. And then Perfect. if you don't get anything from there, then, you know, you, you need to start maybe networking with the board members that are on your on your HOA board and and getting the neighbors together to kind of rally and say this is this is not in in what we were told is going to be provided. And so we need to, to make some some changes here. And there's no penalties for getting neighbors together or anything like that. And- well, more or less starting a coalition to <laughs> get things better around here. I can't say that there are, would be any penalties, but there's always, you know, the social aspect of, you know, of coming against a large board and it can be intimidating. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to talk a little bit more, we're heading into a break. Just hang tight, okay? Awesome. Thank you Thank so you, much. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. That is something that we always want to make sure that we get you involved with, tell you how to, like, weed through some of these things that might be tenuous situations. We'll also take your questions when we come back. We're going to talk to Barb here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Also take your calls. Call us, 651-641-1071. Smart speakers are the new radios, but sometimes Alexa can be a little tricky. For tips on enabling your Amazon Echo to play MyTalk, go to mytalk1071.com, keyword Alexa. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. We appreciate everybody calling. Mimi Shoneman is here with us today. And you can tell that people are, they've been waiting on some questions for you, Mimi. Listen, the phones we up. know for a fact that, Daniel, we appreciate you so much because you're looking out your window right now going, I'm aggravated by that. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the snowplow? Why are they not taking care of I was of this? that person about 30 minutes ago. Yeah, we Where understand. are you? Yeah, so <laughs> you can always call if you have a question for Mimi, the number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. We appreciate your patience, especially that of Barb. Barb, thank you very much for holding. I know I talked to you a little bit a while ago, but what is your question? You have a question on some remodeling for Mimi? I do. Hey, Barb. I'm going through a major kitchen remodel, and the thought being that I'm probably going to be up for selling the house in about five to seven years. I really like white matte stainless steel appliances but is that a mistake when it comes to selling it is someone going to walk in and go "Ooh"? okay so no the answer to that in the fast answer is no white is always popular in a, a cabinet color it's clean it's crisp if you go to view greater minneapolishomes.com first of all i'm going to give you one of these tickets to go to the home and garden show but you just look in there and see how many cabinets are white these days we were talking about this in one of our broker meetings at Remax Results, and we were just talking about how many white cabinet kitchens we're seeing. And a lot of the reason about that is because many people are enameling their old oak cabinets in lieu of doing a full-on kitchen replacement. What are you doing in your kitchen, and kind of how are you coming about your choices? Well, I, I do want the white cabinets. That's that's something I've always wanted. I'm nervous about the white appliances. Oh, white appliances. Steel. Oh, you know, I think I like, and this is just a personal opinion, Miss Shannon, you weigh in on yours. I like the contrast of stainless with white cabinets. What do you think? I don't think I've seen. So, Barbara, are you saying that there's actually white stainless steel? Or you're yep. saying that there's, huh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, white mat where it's fingerless, hmm. smudge proof. 
Yeah, I like anything that says smudge proof. I like that idea. We're all about the clean. Barb, you just taught me something because you and Mimi know what you're talking about. I'm Googling (laughs) it right now. White stainless steel. Uh, Yep. No, so your your question. The only person that makes them is GE. Oh, well, shout out to GE. We've got (laughs) some. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no, it's good. These are pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I like those, Barb. I don't think those would be bad. White and I never knew if that's too much. Is that like a oof? Do you like it? I see some pictures on here. It doesn't seem bad, especially if you have some nice window accents. Not that I've been in your house, Barb, but it it looks good in the pictures. Right now, stainless steel is still very much in um, and white cabinetry is very much in. So I think you'll be fine if you like it and you're going to live with it. um, You know, five years from now, it's stainless steel, right? Yeah. And I do think this, Barb, from looking at these pictures as someone who was not familiar with these, I don't feel like looking at these white stainless steel smudge proof type things, it doesn't look as odd as if I had like a poke dotted something or something that was clearly a problem. Well, let's just think these about look very pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just think about well, like regular white cabinets with just white appliances. You see that mm-hmm. um, and then you decorate around that. And that's what this says. White ice is the new trendy color in decorating bath uh, uh, kitchens is what it says. So yeah. I think you're very on trend, Barb. Good for you. <laughs> well, that's good because I'm old. So I don't know what on trend is. <laughs> Barb, you are trendy inside, though, Barb. Thank you. <laughs> you call us when you're ready to sell that thing. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to over improve it. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Fair enough. I think I got the answer I wanted, so thank you very much. Thanks, Barb. That is actually, you learned something. I learn something with you every week, Mimi. We should go shopping. We should. Get out of the house. I did not know that they had white stainless steel, and now I know (laughs) something. And knowledge just has to be out there. There you go. White ice is the new trendy color in home appliances. That's what it says right here. That's right. Well done. So now, if you're sitting there like all of our callers, and you're bored out of your mind because you don't want to leave because it's bad, I'm not even going to lie to you. Call us and talk to us because mm-hmm. we love to talk to you. And also go to viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com and do some window shopping on houses. And if you do, we have a pass for you to the Minneapolis Home and Garden Show that starts on the 26th of February and goes through the 1st of March. And those are a $14 value. Right. I always like all of those kind of like XYZ and something we should shows. Go. I like those. You and I should just go. You know, I think we should go to that. I like go to that. I'll go to the auto show with you. I'll <laughs> even go to like any of those wedding shows because there's always like good caterers now, there. I do love a wedding exactly. show. Exactly. See, yeah. now we have our whole itinerary you planned can eat out, Mimi. Through exactly. all these conventions. Yeah, I know. It's good. It's all good. I love to look at the dresses exactly. at the wedding shows. Yeah. See, and, this is going to be fun. So we're just helping people get through this snowy day and giving them some information. And, and it's great that Barb was calling and talking about that remodeling because you're going to give some good tips on the common repairs that they ask you to do in homes right things that you see common required things Mm -hmm. from the truth and sale of housing report um, from minneapolis but before that we're just going to conclude real quick about the attic and the heating system Uh, yes so to air seal and insulate your attic to improve the comfort of your home that's the purpose air leaks allow air from the inside of your house to enter the attic potentially causing comfort issues ice dams and moisture issues and this can be especially true with half story homes and sealing those leaks and adding insulation will improve your home's durability and save energy. So we do have an energy advisor that you can contact. And the typical savings is about three up to $300 and rebates available for 500 Now, when you're talking about your heating system, when it's time to replace your furnace, 
you might consider choosing a model that has an efficiency of at least 96% in an electronically commute commutated, I can't talk, (laughs) motor, ECM, and furnaces furnaces that are typically have a 20-year life. So keep that in mind. Um, when your furnace is approaching this age, replacing it before it stops working is a good thing. And when you replace it, contact an energy advisor for guidance. They will ensure you upgrade to a modernized heating system that properly removes combustion gases and maximizes your energy savings. And again, uh, potential rebates up to $500 for those systems. So that is what we need to know about the new energy disclosure with the city of Minneapolis. So... That segues right in with when you call to hire a home inspector that's going to do this truth and sale of housing. And so you need to check with your city to see who's on the license list that can come out and do those. Okay. Um, One of the common repairs for that particular evaluation in general, items that can't be inspected that cannot be inspected are typically listed as repair items needing a reinspection. And that So you're saying if it's something that they should look at but they can't get to or it's already broken, then you know that they have to you have to fix those things. So for instance, your water, elect electricity or your gas turned gotcha. off. Okay. That needs to be on. Um your garage if it's locked and they can't get in to see it. Or your attic access is not unsealed and it's blocked by stored items. Okay. So the inspector is not going to cut open your attic access mm-hmm. because that's a liability for them. So you need to make sure that that's open so that they, they can get up and see that. Fair unless enough. you don't want them to see your um, chipmunks <laughs> and such. <laughs> What's living up there, right? What is running up in there that's I making all that, that sound? I would hope there's nothing living in your attic. <laughs> it mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. It happens. Um, carbon monoxide alarms. So a functional CO alarm is required within 10 feet of every room used for sleeping purposes. One and a half story homes are always required to have a CO alarm in the upper level. The sleeping room starts at the top of the stairway and not at the bottom. Okay. So that's how you uh, tell that. Um, Smoke detectors. So they will check to see if you've got the right number of smoke detectors. And one smoke detector is required on every level of the home in a common area. And every smoke detector must be functional and properly located. You also need them in the bedrooms. Right. So And so far, you're hitting off a lot of things that you should just have taken care of for the safety of you and your family. It's one of those things that you don't think about. Right. Right. You just look at it and it keeps getting yellower every year that passes. So (laughs) if that's how you know, if your smoke detector looks a little yellow, it might be time for a a refresh. Exactly. And they're not. They're very cost effective. You know, go to, you know, any big box store. They've got value packs at Costco or go online have them send it to your house you'll be fine yes I support local those those. go shop local agreed Um, gas appliance venting so your furnaces your boilers your water heaters uh, if people have space heaters anymore they do mention that so the venting must have proper clearance to combustibles okay so drywall for instance is considered a combustible and so for single wall vents six inches is required and for double wall vents, B vents, okay. one inch is required. So back pitched venting, rust holes, or back drafting at the appliance will require repair. Okay. So those are things that you know that the home inspector is going to look at. About. And right. they're going to rate it. Does it meet code? Does it below code? Is it average? What is it? 
So you just don't want to come into this and be, oh, my house is going to pass. I'm not going to get any hazard items. You might. Right. Especially if you haven't checked with the list and, and make sure that, you know, your you know what your your home has and what it doesn't have. Um, for instance, boilers. So boilers must have a proper backflow prevention device. So gaps in the outer jacket or worn out seals on the doors require a safety check. Okay. And pressure re- relief valve dis- discharge pipes must be made of metal, full size, not threaded at the end, and must terminate within 18 inches of the floor. Don't ask me those okay, questions. I, I know you're looking at me like, <laughs> explain that. I'm like, no, I'm not an actually, HVAC girl. Here's what I was going to say. I was going to say, because my ex is an HVAC guy. I was just going to say, if you have a home that has a boiler, this just kind of means it might be time to look at some updates, because if you have a boiler, you know that those are kind of like octopus-type things that are living down Stairs. Well, and you kind of need some people to look at it sometimes. Though you're thinking about the big octopus type yep. of furnaces. Mm-hmm. Boilers actually are small boxes. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need an HVAC person on here yes, right we now. Do. No, yeah. but you, you know, if it's making like if you go in and the flame is doing something weird and you've got rust and things are happening in there, probably needs to be serviced. Right. You don't want to be surprised about that. No. Yeah. Should they be making a hissing noise? Are they the ones that make the hissing noises in the houses? The boilers? <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> All right. So we're moving on from a, to- from a topic that clearly neither of us knows <laughs> nope, much that's about. that's why we hire people. Yeah. Boilers. I know what they are when I see them. Right. Furnaces, however, I do know what they gotcha. are. Gotcha. Okay. You know, we're in the furnace world. Yes. Okay. So again, apparently it's a rust thing. So excessive rust or scorching requires a safety check. Right. And Centerpoint Energy apparently will not fill out the required form. That's what mm, it says here. So okay. I don't know. All right. Maybe they do now. But um that's something that you want to make sure that you've got that done. Okay. You should really have your furnace serviced once a year just for safety reasons. Right. Change your, you have to change your filters. You're supposed to about once a month. Yes. You know, because you don't, nobody wants a dirty filter. No. Right. No. How often do you change yours? Um, about every four to six weeks, but that's because I already was chewed out by somebody about mm. that. So that is on my, okay. <laughs> there's a, there's a little reminder on my phone okay. about that one. That's the only reason I'm good at it. <laughs> Yeah, maintenance. Exactly. We need a maintenance thing. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So water heaters. So they will be looking at your water heater when they come to do your truth and sale of housing evaluation. Your temperature and relief and pressure relief valve discharge pipes must be made of metal, full size, not threaded at the end, and must terminate within 18 inches of the floor. Okay. They do call that. I see that a lot on the truth and sale of reports. Um, insulations less than three years old must be completely up to code. So they, you just want to check and see what that is. So if you've got a super old water heater, um, just know that there's a high likelihood of things happening with that. Right. Well, we have some more information on some common required repairs that uh, they need in your truth and sale of your housing evaluations. We'll give you some more information on that. Also remind you how you can get these tickets to the Minneapolis Home and Garden Show just by listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show and going to our website. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 with your friend Mimi Shoneman, licensed realtor with Remax Results. Also encouraging you to go to the website viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com. That's viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com because Mimi is giving you a ticket to the Minneapolis Home and Garden Show just for registering on the website and doing some window shopping. Ah, uh, yeah. What are you going to do today? Right. Besides, you know, have some hot chocolate. Right. Or snow blow and then go snow blow again. Make a snowman. (laughs) When you're done with that, you want to look at houses. Everybody knows knows you do. Um, So we did get a text from one of our listeners and one of our clients. Mm -hmm. Um, Rowie, 
Thank you so much. Um, he says, I'm listening to your show and a couple of things about smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. One, their life is 10 years and it's noted on the backside of the detector. Yes. And the CO detectors don't have to be by the floor. They can be ceiling mounted. Okay. Good information from yes. Roy. We know he knows what he's talking about. Thank you very much. So Roy. thank you for listening and for, for texting us. Um, so we are talking about the new energy disclosure reports and some common require, required repairs for the Minneapolis Truth and Self housing evaluations. And clearly, Miss Shannon and I are not HVAC gals. No. 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 Maybe that's something we should look into. Being that? That would be our side hustle. How sexy would it be? <laughs> We'd be up here talking about boilers and all that <laughs> kind all of good that stuff. stuff. All yeah. right. I'm mm, good with I it. I know. Yeah. We'll do some research. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> chick, chick HVAC girls. Exactly. Yeah. I got okay. it. Yeah, well, maybe not. So one of the common required repairs is for the gas piping is that every gas appliance must have a gas valve. I really can't imagine how that would happen if you didn't, but okay, I'm sure it's on here for a reason. And improper appliance connectors must be replaced and open uncapped gas lines require repair. So that's about the gas plumbing. I, you know, don't know a thing about but any of that. I am glad that I know to check these things because these things sound like things that are clearly safety hazards. Well, and that's why we could talk to all our friends. We do know a couple of technical colleges in town that I would be. I like knowing these things we you know, have, so that I don't break things worse. We you know what I mean? have good inspectors out there mm-hmm. that may be listening to the show. If you've got something that you can contribute to this truth and sell of housing evaluation report and re- re- required repairs. Right. Let us know. Um, plumbing. Now, you do see quite a bit on these lists about plumbing. Um, abandoned fixtures mm-hmm. must be made operational or removed. Okay. So a lot of times you do see going through a house where like a, a light fixture on the ceiling may be dangling and not quite flush with the ceiling. So you don't want to leave that there, that all those wires and everything. That's a hazard. Um, leaking drains, clogged drains, holes in drains holes and vents, and any gaps that could allow sewer gas into the home must be repaired. Okay. So you don't want any of that. And so your your evaluator is going to be looking at all these sorts of things. So don't be surprised about that. Now, your floor drains must have a clean-out plug present. Okay. And it must be operational. Um, your toilet ball cock must have an anti-siphon type, mm-hmm. and it must be properly installed. And your laundry faucets and exterior faucets must be provided with backflow preventers. If it's a garden hose, it needs to be attached as well. So the backflow preventers keeps the sewage from backing up and coming back through your good water supply. Um, Your faucet openings located below the spill line of the fixture will typically require repair. Okay. So that's for our plumbing situation. Um, Electrical, if you have a missing or improper jumper wire at your water meter. Again? Yeah, have somebody come and look at that. Yes, your <laughs> right? GFCI outlets that do not lose power when the test button is pushed. So they will call that and, and make sure that's an easy fix. Right. Missing circuit breakers or fuses at the panel boards, spliced wires without a junction box, uncapped and untapped wires that protrude from your electrical boxes, creating an immediate shock hazard. Oh, my goodness. You know what? Okay. <clears throat> Even these things that we technically can't fit fix ourselves sounds like things i would actually for sure want fixed in my home anyway yeah. so, <laughs> so typically when when even though you may not know what you're looking surprising. for if you go and you see wires that are kind of jumbled and kind of a hot mess 
those were probably not done by a professional. Correct. You know, you can yeah. just make that leap of, of uh, assumption mm-hmm. because professionals are they're usually very detail oriented about how uh, the, these things, the yes. wires are going to go and how that they're, you know, flat and flush and not over tapped and that kind of thing. So just know if you see that it's probably not really, you know, it's going to need some attention. Right. Um, also, broken lights, outlets or switches that create an immediate shock ha- hazard. You can't just leave a broken light bulb up in there. No. That's got to come down. Um, evidence of tampering or oversized fuses, circuit breakers require safety check by an electrician. And as a general rule of thumb, a 60 amp service would require a safety check if one, there are several adder boxes that are present or more than two 240 volt circuits are present. So something that we all know about is a clothes dryer. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so any kind of, anytime you see like a disconnected dryer duct or dryer ducts with holes or dryer, dryer ducts with bypasses, that are redirected the exhaust back into the home. Mm-hmm. You don't want that dryer heat coming back into the home. We want it to go outside of the home, right? And heat down there where the squirrels are. <laughs> that is that is the common require required repairs for your truth and sale of housing. And so we can make sure that all this information is available because mm-hmm. these are the things that you're like, okay, don't be shocked if they go. Hey, these wires, you have to fix those. Those That's something you could just go through and get all of these things taken care of beforehand because it's going to be an issue. So typically when you go through as a buyer, you get a copy of this truth and sale of housing report. And if anything is uh, marked hazardous, typically what you see is you ask the seller to make, you know, fix that up to a meets standard. That's what we typically look for. Um, Sometimes even taking a below um, rating and taking it up to a meets depends on what it is. Um, but the seller actually is not required to fix those things. Okay. Um, they can actually pass that along to the buyer, but when the buyer buys it, the house, they have to bring that up, I think within 90 days okay. from ownership, uh, in order to be able to, to get the code of, of the certificate that they need to prove that everything has been done. Right. So you have to, that's why they have to let you know. So that it's not a surprise when you move in. But just, you know, this isn't always a scenario that if I'm buying the house that I get to push back on it. The seller might go, yep, I'm not doing it. Is what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. They, they don't have to do it. Um, oftentimes you do see that a seller will do it. So those are some of the things that you want to be familiar with when you're purchasing property in Minneapolis. Now, St. Paul has the same, has a similar situation. They have not yet adopted the energy disclosure reports, but they do have the same truth and sale of housing that's required on every sale. There are lots of cities throughout the, the metro that do require that. So and when we're dealing with this, if I'm a potential buyer and we have a list and, and you're my realtor, uh, Mimi, how do you normally advise me? Like, how do I decide whether I'm okay with them not, you know, fixing any of these things that are in this disclosure statement? Well, it just depends. Every buyer is different. You mm-hmm. know, it depends on what your what your reserves are and whether you can do it yourself. And if you have that kind of knowledge, it also is a factor of the lack of inventory that we have going on right now. Fair enough. Um, there are a lot of things that people might have when there were more inventory have overlooked 
or uh, are, are not overlooked. Mm-hmm. And so now people are just happy to have a house right? Um, and consider themselves informed with the information that the seller is providing them. This truth and sale of housing, of course, never takes the place of your own home inspection. Okay. Um, you definitely, it's my opinion that you want to have your own home inspector. Um, they will find similar things, but they might also find other things. Right. So a lot of homeowners right now are doing basic home inspections. They're doing radon home inspections. We're seeing a lot of sewer line scoping to see if there's any like cracks or things in the pipes that are underneath the ground. And, you know, if there's any roots and trees that are coming up in there, because those sorts of things can cause sewage to back up into your your house. And you never, never want that to happen. Well, Mimi, how does everybody find you during the week? <clears throat> you can reach out to us at 651-578-2218 or Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com. And be sure and check out viewgreatermineapolishomes.com and get that free pass to the Minneapolis Home and Garden Show. You can also go to the Red Hot Real Estate page. It's on our website as well, mytalk1071.com. 